Melvin. What's he doing? He's going to dinner. So am I. What are you eating tonight, Rich? This is the bit. This is it. This is it. Um, I don't know. I. You just got off work. What are you craving to be eating for dinner? Well, today is National Pizza Party Day. What the heck? I didn't get invited. But I celebrate, personally, in my house, Pizza Saturday. Oh, do you? Yeah, every Saturday I get myself a large cheese pizza just for me. And why is that? Is that just because you're different? Because you're different like um, I think because my work week's always done on a Saturday, and I've yeah. been pretty good about not eating out, especially because Melissa has been cooking for us, Yeah, uh, thankfully. Um, and, you know, you get a large cheese pizza, you pay for the delivery, you get it Saturday, you eat half of it, and then you got lunch for the next two days. Oh, so my it's just God. A, it's a conscious, it's just a, a wallet-conscious eating uh, celebration. That's beautiful. But today's Friday. So what are you doing today? I don't know. I haven't mm-hmm. talked about it yet. I mean, we'll... pasta. I shouldn't. I probably have celiac disease. I probably do too. We probably are so diseased all the time. Are you in constant pain? No, but I, I do have to go to the bathroom pretty quickly after every time I eat. Oh, see, I don't have that. I just like am in pain. Like my my body, my whole body is in pain. True. Um, you know which. Is something symbolic about probably adulthood. Um, yeah. And, mm-hmm. and adulthood. And people and people and life. And it's just painful. And and sometimes you, I don't know. Richie, help me out here. What are we going to do with this episode? I don't know. Sometimes, uh, some, sometimes some friends just have to have a conversation. Is there anything that you've been dying to tell me, Richie? Secrets. Uh, okay, okay. This is a new bit. Confession time. <laughs> um, what do you have to confess? What do I have to confess? Um, yeah. The I. It's not really a confession to you. No, no. Just confess. In, just, in general, sometimes you just have to confess to a friend. Sure. Like, yeah. Um. One time when I was little, I watched me and my friend Vince were at my um, like cottage in Indiana, mm-hmm. and um, we watched a TV show called Strip Poker. Uh oh! Um, and uh, like three years later, I felt really guilty about it and couldn't sleep, so I went down and confessed to my parents that three years ago I had watched <laughs> strip strip poker strip on TV. Strip poker on TV, and they were like. Oh, oh. Okay. <laughs> Perfect job. I was really trying to cheers you, and you kind of were not cheersing me on the on Zoom. I wasn't no, just showing I, you I, my wine. I was. I got it. I thought you were showing off your wine, and then I realized what we were doing. So <laughs> you realized too late. I'm a little drunk. Are you? That's crazy. No. I want to be. I haven't been drunk in years. I usually just get sick. <laughs> I don't get drunk. I just get sick. <laughs> I get got it from my mama. Sickening. Um, that's- As Will I am once gratefully said, I got it from my mama. 
<laughs> did he? When did he say that? He has a song where the chorus goes, baby, where'd you get that body from? Baby, where'd you get that body from? I got it from my mama. He's saying that about his own body? I don't know. Wow. I, don't know. I, I, I mean, don't know I know that, that Black Eyed Peas has him, mama. Just that beat that makes you move, mama. Get on the floor. Sure. You know who loves that song? Your mom. My mom. <laughs> she goes, she loves like um whenever this song comes on, the you know, goes like running, running, and running, running, and that one. She always goes, Oh, I love this song. It's on my running playlist. <laughs> She's like, on my running playlist. <laughs> She's crazy. I feel like I feel like the, the top of this episode, we just gotta catch up, Rich. You know? Yeah. Kind sure. of breezy breezy it we're deep into core and this is a podcast about jack black that's yeah this is a podcast about jack black and also are we deep into core are we it <laughs> feels like it uh, i was watching an interview between um conan and stephen colbert yeah it, it was from like a month ago and conan was like i'm sad because i'm gonna have to spend my birthday inside but steven you probably won't your birthday's may 13th <laughs> Oh God, we were so young. Yeah, we were so young then. I was talking to um, uh, maybe future friend of the show, who uh, Dan White. You know, Dan White, very fun. Mm-hmm. Me and Dan like talked. Um, well, we, we 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 like had a conversation not that long ago, and then we were talking today. He like sent me an email, and he was like, "It was so nice talking eleven days ago." And I'm like, "Fucking what? <laughs> eleven days ago?" And I couldn't tell if it was because. Because it felt like it was really far away or if it was because it just happened. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's both probably. It's kind of like how sometimes if you're just sitting at a restaurant talking to your friends, time flies. Yep. Time flies. You don't even know what time it is. You don't even Certainly. know how, how long have we been here? We've talked about so many different things. And and then and, and that's kind of beautiful. And that's I kind agree. of what Melvin Goes to Dinner is about. Yeah. <laughs> Ultimately, uh, yeah. it's about friends. <laughs> it's about friends and strangers and, um, and how, everything in how we transition from one to the other. Everything in between, how we go from one to the next. You know what? Okay, we'll have to let's talk about it. Let's yeah. talk about it. Talk I, about this movie. Um, this is directed by and written. Oh, uh, not written by. Not written directed by. by Bob Odenkirk. Bobby O. Denkirk, and it is written by. Michael uh, Blyden, we'll say Blyden, um, something like that. He wrote it was it was a play and it's based on the play that he wrote also. Yeah. And he wrote the screenplay as well. OK, I'm already just going to say it right now. I'm going to do really good podcasting today. <laughs> um, like he did not. He, he didn't just write and and uh, he didn't just write it. He's in it. Do we He's in it? it. He's the yeah. thriller Melvin. He's Melvin. Believe that. Um, I've heard of Andre goes to dinner, but Melvin goes to dinner. Not even a joke. Absolutely not even a joke. It's called my dinner with Andre. We've already made this mistake. <laughs> we made this mistake at the very beginning of this episode, I think. Oh, wait, no, right before we started recording, we were talking about, we were like, oh, we should do my dinner with Zoom. Yeah, my dinner with Zoom. We were, <laughs> and, just, yeah, we were and, just, I feel like any joke that I'm going to try to make today, no, it's not going to be happening. Mm-hmm. This is this movie is not letting me. It's not a good springboard, you know. No, it's it's gonna be hard to talk about. Yeah, because um, it's basically just a about conversations. 
like it's just a conversation and then talk about conversations with friends yeah. uh <laughs> ever heard of so it's a, it'd be very really watch a little movie called melvin goes to dinner and then write conversations with friends actually conversations with friends is about infidelity so look at that maybe what i said is actually smart holy crap what the heck <laughs> um so a uh, funny fact i was um my internet's been very very bad this week i've been Same using like I've been using like um, a wireless hotspot to do work, and, yeah. Um, but I don't, won't do it like for like watching things. So yeah. Um, I saw Melissa creeping in the background. She yeah, no, she didn't do a good job of hiding. I, I told her never to come in here when we record. <laughs> hey, sorry. <laughs> um, no, I um. You vowed so, not to use bad so, internet for watching things. Yeah, so we're not going to use their internet to watch things on TV just to like work. So we've been watching DVDs, and I have Arrested Development. Absolutely. Um, uh, and Melvin and uh, Joey are both in. Well, I, we're on the Arrested Development episode that I watched yesterday. What together. the yeah. heck? That's mm-hmm. crazy. I think Bob Odenkirk's in that episode too, actually. There's a lot of people popping up in this movie as like extras. It's star-studded. Yeah, but like- not like the main people. And we have to say that this is 2003. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe these people are like about to pop off or, you know, I'm pretty sure I spotted Harold Kramer. Yes. In the back, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. one time. Um, Freaking Pam from The Office. Pam and her uh, Everyone and went partner, Jim Gunn, James Gunn. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. I thought James Gunn was a, um, a Myers brother. I thought it was Seth or... His or, brother. I forget his brother's name. No, he's a gun brother. Brothers of Sean Gunn. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We stand Sean Gunn. Um, but yeah, I mean, this movie is about four four people at dinner together. Um, Melvin, but who's played by Michael Blyden. Joey, played by Matt Price. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Sarah, played by Annabelle Gerwich. And then, so the, those three are pretty much relatively unknowns. A- Annabelle Gerwich used to host dinner in a movie, I think, on on TV. And so okay, would, wait, she plays like she plays Sarah. Sarah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Stephanie Courtney plays Alex, and Stephanie Courtney is Flo from the Progressive commercials. Which wait, wait, are you sure that's who plays Sarah? Who's who's who am I thinking of? Then uh, am I being insane? Who's Aaron Gibson? Aaron Gibson is the, isn't she from like Children's Hospital and stuff? I'm literally just being insane. Never mind. Um, yeah, Stephanie Flo, she is. It does look like she does look like Sarah Gibson. I don't. I think I was just looking her up earlier today, and I'm brain dead, and and that's what's happening, and I, and, and 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 then that's just how I arrived at that. Um, Miss. P- progressive flow was my little brother's first crush <laughs> oh wow that's <laughs> love the weird. flow girl <laughs> i haven't checked it i should have checked in with him and been like what are what are your feelings now that you're 13 or oh, about to be 13 we still we feel we still love flow she's I, great yeah. i love her uh, i think she is really good in this and melissa rightfully pointed out that it feels like those commercials sort of ruined any chance of her ever acting anything serious but um i mean I'm sure she's set for life. Yeah, I mean, she's so fucking it's... rolling in it. Okay, Rich, what would you do with Flow Progressive money? Um, I don't know. I think I would just buy like every movie. 
Oh my God, boo! Like, Boring answer. I, I would like to. You have so like, much money. Flow Progressive money is so much money. I know. So I would like to buy every movie just for myself, and then if I could like start a business, I would want to start like a movie theater that's also a bookstore, which I guess like uh, Metro yeah. kind of is, but yeah. I would want to have a bigger selection and like a more cozy sort of cafe bar vibe. If we ever get to go to the theater again, tell me about am it. Am I right? <laughs> okay, I had a. I had a dream last night that was really cursed. I did tell you some details of it. But part of the dream was that this person was like, do you want to go to the movies? And I was like, we can't go to the movies. What are you talking about? Yeah. And he was like, was like, oh, yeah, no, yeah, you're right. I just wanted to like hang out. Um, <laughs> which does sound like something he would say. No, the thing is, is that whenever I have dreams involving this one human being <laughs> that we both know, um, <clears throat> My characterization of him is flawless. Like, honestly, sometimes my dreams do convince me that I'm like, yeah, no, I would be, I'm a great writer. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I should have a TV show. I should, you know, like, I'm good at characterization. I know how people talk. <laughs> I, I learned that from my dreams. For sure. Um, I think that was the first dream of mine that, like, really acknowledged in a casual way um, the classic pandemic. Oh, that is, that is interesting. I haven't had that sort of dream yet, but maybe I will. Yeah. Um, we either have plenty of time left in this thing or not a lot of time left in this thing. Who knows? Um, yeah. yeah. I will also say uh, you do have a way with words. Yesterday in a uh, work uh, Zoom, you called Melissa a pea queen. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Let's let's catch up. Let's go into Rebecca and Richie's work <laughs> corner. How's the work week been for you? Um, Wi-Fi wise, it's been it's a kind of what difficult. this episode's gonna be. I think. <laughs> uh, yeah, just a friend's catch up. Yeah. Um, Wi-Fi wise, uh, bad. Otherwise, mm. fine. People are mad. But no, don't, do? don't, don't. He's being lying because we all know that Richie did good at his job, and everybody said, "Yay, Richie!" in a Slack. That is true. This is I true. Everyone that. was saying <laughs> Richie did such a good job on this, and he was like. Oh my God, he was, <laughs> he was like a little Sally Field at the Oscars, you know, yeah. it was beautiful to see. There were virtual roses being thrown at your feet for the remarkable work you've done. <laughs> I got you. Yeah, I mean, I, it takes a village, but I. I <laughs> yeah, that's good stuff. I had no Wi-Fi one whole day. Didn't do any work. I said, I don't have any Wi-Fi. <laughs> I, did not, I did not work. I couldn't. I was like, I'm not going to, I can't do this fucking data shit on my phone. Sure. Not gonna, I don't know if I can either, but I'm, I'm certainly doing it. That's crazy for you. <laughs> that is, I don't, rem I don't recommend. We'll anyway. My mom, my mom still pays for all of our phone bills because we're on a family plan. So see, and why are you doing that to your mom? I mean, if she'll say like, did you do this? I'll be like, yeah, do you need me to pay for it? Okay. That's all, that's all that'll happen. You guys are white people are crazy. <laughs> um, this movie. OK, wait. Well, how did you feel about this movie? Um, I think it started off a little slow. Mm -hmm. But then once it sort of got into the groove, um, it was really good. I, I liked it. Yeah, that's the thing. There's not it's hard to talk about it. But I did kind of I mean, this is very, very much up my alley because all I want, you know, for in movies is for people just to be talking in a room. I basically and you have a play, so it's based on a play too. 
Exactly. Like, I really just want all movies to actually just be plays. <laughs> sure. Have you seen 12 Angry Men? I haven't seen it, but I feel like that's a movie. That no, but I'll get like. really horny when I do see it. Like, for <laughs> sure. sure. I'm, yeah. Like, I don't know how I haven't yet, but yeah, I, I don't know. I feel like I, uh, it's very much, I really, I, I, at first I was kind of like, I don't know. Like, it's, it's very 2003, which is so funny. Yeah. And you can tell it wasn't shot like you can tell it was shot with like a, a digital camera. Like, yeah, which I, um, I love. Like, um, it kind of reminded me of almost like a Rachel getting married mm-hmm. kind of vibe, um, you know, just like handheld vibes. Yeah. Um, very. It's just like all the mumblecore shit that I like, you know, sure. um, but at first yeah i was like i don't know how how much i'm vibing with this but then it's like sort of it's 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 kind of like it's happening in real time you're getting more invested yeah, in yeah. people and like what they're talking about exactly. you know let's be honest let's call it out up top these are some you know spoiled white people problems blah blah course, blah blah, yeah. blah but i love spoiled white people problems that's just me as a spoiled white person myself um that is just what i relate to and i want to see i and- wish i could relate but unfortunately i'm italian and how has that affected you lately like a lot of people have been talking shit about italians recently and uh it's hurt how do you feel about you know representation in the media right now for you um we got the cuomos they're italian right yeah cuomos are italian we claim them we love them they've never done anything wrong Um, sure Uh, I think, I mean, this isn't the worst year. Irishman came out and sort of, I feel like stole our thunder because, you know, De Niro, that's an yeah. I- that's not an Irish last name. He's not an Irishman. He's actually an Italian man. <laughs> wow, scathing hot take. <laughs> Which is my big problem with that whole movie. Yeah, they just announced the, um, uh, maybe, I don't even know if they actually did. I feel like someone just said it and everyone was like, yeah, I guess we're, this is true. Um. A, like Scarface reboot, which I'm like, yeah, with that. Luca Guadino. No, 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 no. That is against my culture. And my culture as a Cuban person, I need my Scarface to be played by an Italian man doing a really bad <laughs> Cuban accent whose name is Al Pacino. Sure. I, I've never seen Scarface. Lordy Lord. Um, I should see Scarface. Um, and I, uh, Scarface is also like a, the El Pacino one's already a remake. They made that's like based mm-hmm. on another one, um, but this yeah. one's going to be like directed by the guy who did Call Me by Your Name and written by the Coen Brothers. So, yeah, like, why? But why be, them? I like I all of those people. Why them? Why no the Coen idea. Brothers write Scarface? I'm not going to ask why. Woman, woman like me, I just I just rewrite it, <laughs> um, and but I still cast Al Pacino in it, like in her <laughs> age. <laughs> but I'm, I'm 31 years old. Yeah, <laughs> I'm at th- I'm in my prime. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know about that. No me gusta. Have you seen the Dunkachino video yet? Of course, I've seen Dunkachino. Who do you think I am? <laughs> Just want to make sure, because like it's very possible for someone to be in love with Al Pacino and see and- that neither fall more in love or fall out of love. Oh, you know I'm all in. Sure. I'm head first diving into that Dunkachino. I'm saying I'm saying splish splash. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Melvin goes to dinner. I think Bob Odenkirk doing good directing. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I think I've talked about it on this show before, but I I think he's like a good director. It's a shame that he hasn't done it in a long time. Yeah. Um, 
he directed the movie The Brother Solomon, which is written by Will Forte, and it's mm-hmm. very good. <laughs> like, it's I probably don't... one of my favorite comedies, and I don't think anybody uh, has seen it. And if you have, it was like on FX, and you didn't really pay attention. Yeah. No, I always pay attention when I'm watching FX. Has the movies. Mm-hmm. FX has the movies. FX have the movies. Oh my God, I miss that so much. Just yeah, flip it on the TV and to good. find out that FX has the movies. There's something about TV that just like they haven't really caught on uh, with like streaming yet. Absolutely. They don't get because because the thing is, is like I can't shuffle through if I could like shuffle through Netflix like truly like and, and that simulated the vibe of like changing a channel, then maybe but there's nothing like it stumbling I, upon something. I feel like I heard it on like maybe a a Paul of Tompkins podcast if I had to take a guess. Probably. Um, That's all you fucking listen to, you yeah, people. Paul. Hey, Paul, do the show. Yeah, Paul, come on on. Um, and he talked about how n- nice it is to, like, there used to be a thing where you'd be like, yeah, this was on TV last night, and I watched it, and then the other person like, I was watching it too. And yeah. you're watching it at the same time, and it, felt, it feels like, oh, we were connected in that moment. My yeah. dad, to this day, like, doesn't, I bought him, uh, speaking of Al Pacino, I bought him Devil's Advocate on uh, oh, DVD uh, because he loves that. that movie whenever it's on TV. I bought it for him. He's never watched him. it. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he'll, he won't watch it if it's on DVD, but if it's on TV, he'll stop and make sure to watch it. So I don't know how many movies he's actually seen from start to finish. <laughs> That's a vibe, though. That's a vibe. Mm-hmm. I mean, and isn't it funny when you when you like ex- you seen the same movie on TV so many times and then you watch it like um like on DVD or something and then you find that it was like edited and you just like you've you've lived with this whole experience of this one movie. We did that on this podcast. Yeah, which one was it? Was, was it Saving Silverman? Silver yeah, 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 yeah. That was wild. I love that. I miss that. Mm-hmm. Did, I t- did I already say this on this podcast or somewhere else? Um, that I was watching my DVD of Austin Powers. Yeah, baby. I put it on on Netflix like a couple months later <laughs> and um, they fully on Netflix edited out Will Ferrell's like problematic brown face character in the beginning. I get, like, like, yeah, I get it. But that's like the funniest part of that movie. Well, it's whether it's <laughs> funny or not, I it feels dangerous. Like what crazy, weird, like revisionist history is that where it's like right. I've never seen this acknowledged anywhere else. I only know because like I had literally just watched it like two months before. <laughs> Did you watch The Spy Who Shagged Me and see if they got rid of him in there? Because he's a bigger part in The Spy Who Shagged Me. I haven't watched it on Netflix yet. Okay. I haven't. Um, but uh, but yeah, like literally, and, and I'm pretty fucking sure, and not to be like conspiracy theorists or something, um, but I'm pretty fucking sure that uh, they like brightened the exposure of those scenes because his skin does not look as dark as it did in the dvd like it it's like they were trying to erase the the fact that he was doing brown face and that he has like no speaking line really in the version that's on netflix crazy that is crazy but also like it's so easy to find oh i got the scoop it's so easy to it's so easy to find that if you wanted to if you had typed in like will ferrell awesome powers or like yeah yeah you're gonna be able to find these these shitty things that he has done in his past you can do that with everybody what's the point of editing it out 
Well, that's the thing. I don't know what decision making processes went into them cutting that whole section of that scene out. Like that whole bit where he gets pulled down and he's like not dead yet. Yeah, it's, it's so fun. Gone. It's not there at all. Isn't yeah. that fucking psycho? That's crazy. Yay. Hey, hey, hey. Anyways, <laughs> I did think I, I felt like I could see. I mean, I really liked the directing of this movie. I really liked the direct. I mean, I don't know how much we can talk about, but I did. Re I really enjoyed the directing of Jack scene. Yeah, I think I Jack think... was very like his performance. Like, should we just talk about it? Yeah, we should. Yeah. Um, I think this is probably the first instance maybe where something was like definitely like written for Jack Black. It seems like, Hmm. Yeah. 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 Like it feels like Bob, if anybody knows what to, how to yeah. key into Jack's character. But vibe. what's okay. So should we, we'll set it up. It's basically, um, <clears throat> Michael or not Michael Melvin. Melvin's telling telling the story. Melvin's a uh, med school dropout, and he's telling the story of like when he was still working in the hospital in like um, uh, a psychiatric ward, uh, and he's telling the story of this one guy, this one like schizophrenic guy, like patient who was yeah. kind of like a regular there. And it kind of the the, the movie mainly takes place like I would say eighty percent takes place in the just the restaurant where people these like four yeah, people yeah. are having dinner but there are like occasional pullback like flashbacks <laughs> that you like see so jack is this patient and um and it's literally just like a whole scene where jack is just explaining himself and his should we like listen to it a little bit yeah sure the thing is that i'll say Setting, setting this up is like I do I agree I think that this is very much written for Jack but I also feel like it's a very subdued Jack mm -hmm. like he's being exactly he's he's being exactly like who we want you know he's kind of he's got the charm of like him being like kind of kooky but I do think it's very grounded for him and like what we've seen and what we will continue to see do you know what I mean you agree? yeah I agree I think he's um I, he, is a, he is a psychiatric patient, but he doesn't play it character caricature characterized. Yeah, <laughs> like a caricature. Yes, yeah. yeah, it's very much um like casual, like matter of fact. And you can like tell that this guy believes what he's saying, and like which I think is really good acting. Yeah, but I, I think that's also really good directing. Like I think that's you know I'm sure I can I can see so many takes of Jack doing this and being like really wild with it mm -hmm. and I feel like like I feel Bob Odenkirk's hand like sort of coaxing him down and like pulling it back in right, right. yeah for sure let's listen to it okay God and the Giants turned against me I fell off my pterodactyl and then they turned me into a nid a nid a nid you know like you hey Marsha you look great your haircut looks great Thank you, sweetie. You're welcome. So do you know what I'm saying? Um, no, not not exactly. Okay, look, jeez, uh, I gotta go over this every time I come here. Um, I'm the creatress of the universe, but temporarily I'm a nid. So, so you're God, basically. No. Look, God is like the venture capitalist in this equation, okay? The whole thing was my idea, and it was basically my business plan and his money. So I went ahead. I came up with the whole thing. 
I put it all together, and now he wants me out. So it's like a hostile takeover. Exactly. Now, here's the thing. Everyone wants to get me because I have the highest intelligence in the universe. That's why I'm the creatress. Then, let me, I drew it. All right, here it is. See, that's me. He also has ink all over his hands, which is so funny. Yeah. Now, over here, you have the giants, okay? They want it. Destroying rocks. Now, you have a bunch of lesser forms all thrown in below them. Then at the very bottom, you have the nids, which includes humans. See, he's like really just like and you guys are the least talking like That's it's a lecture. They want to, they right. turn, kill me. Which you know what? Fine, I don't. You kill me. Fuck it. But what they don't understand is when I go, the whole fucking thing goes, and that's the real problem. I need you to get me back to my former state. Okay, now if you are the I think that's good. That's probably enough. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's really. I I, I really. It's so weird because it's 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 one scene in this movie, but I do really really like it as a you know a Jack Black performance. I agree. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, I, I mean, he looks it, cute. He does look cute. Um, you can sort of tell he's in like School of Rock. Um, Absolutely like about ready for that yeah um yeah i think he looks good i think he acts that so well i think it's like of all the sort of flashback scenes that they do i think that it's the most interesting and like totally maybe the one the other ones like never really hit for me until like it all started relating to everything else yeah when it comes together and the twists and the turns and the reveals yeah and I think that the Jack version, like the Jack one, just like works on its own. Um, yeah. I mean, last episode, Griffin said that Jack had a great scene in this movie. Um, it's true. He does. He did. Yeah, it is true. And actually, I think like, I, I don't know if this was actually written for Jack, because I do think this is in the play. I didn't get a chance to look up the play or anything. Um, well, because I think the play is called something like Fyro giants or something that's yeah. like refers to. So oh, maybe yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah. In, like it's in there somewhere, but I don't know what the context of it is in the play. Um, but yeah, I really, it kind of made me feel like um, it, I, I was just like very fond of this performance and kind of like wish we, and maybe there are some in the future that I like don't know about, but like wish we had a little bit more. Like I would like to see that, kind of style of acting from him more because I think it yeah. is so it's so like I feel like one of the hardest things to do as an actor is like is is just be interesting but like in a in a way that's not completely drawing attention to yourself right. like you could tell this is like I mean obviously he's like schizophrenic and he's got like all of this stuff going on um but you can just tell that this guy is like interesting and he's not trying hard to be you know mm. which I think is is so true to Jack, but it's just that Jack's innate, like his instinct is to be big, you know? Yeah. And I just, I, I really liked it. I really wanted, to, I, I want to see more of that. Yeah. I would love to see him in a more serious role. I don't know how he is in the holiday. Is that how he is in the holiday or is he still I mean, kind of crazy? I think he's very charming. He's playing like a normal guy. <laughs> um, 
but he still has moments of being like a little bit like outwardly goof, you know, like he's knows he's funny. He's being funny on purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he is, he is just very charming in that. I think, you know, I'm always, I'm always team team um, Jack in, in the holiday wars. <laughs> um, should we talk about these dang twists in this freaking movie though? I think we should. Those twists um, genuinely surprised me. I Yeah, I was like, it's not going to be. And then it was, you know. Um, so they start talking a lot about like infidelity. So it's like two women that, that are friends who just ran into each other and two guys who... Um, the the main guy Melvin like didn't mean to call him though and they, they just like all ended up at dinner together and so they're talking about it's like one of those spiraling sprawling conversations and they start talking about like infidelity and like affairs and like che- cheating on people or not cheating on people or being the person someone's cheating with and you basically find out there's because the one guy Joey is married mm-hmm. and he's like talking about how no he wouldn't he yeah, wouldn't and uh, melvin at one point is like yeah we have a friend who like cheats on his wife and he's mm-hmm. like who then we find out joey cheats on his wife but that's not who melvin was talking about but with his girl sarah who's mm-hmm. there they've been talking the whole time as if they don't know each other they just met each other yep there's some little breadcrumbs yeah, for sure. There's some like little tensions that are that it's funny because it's it's what I love in plays like this that are like, I mean, yes, on one hand, kind of heavy handed, but it's like like, oh, that was a whenever it's like that was a weird moment because because like, Joey does have a weird moment with Sarah at one point, And I'm like, why is he being so intense? This guy fucking sucks. <laughs> he does, he I, is like not great. Yeah, yeah he, like I think they're he all a good job. not great. Like. Yeah. Is there like a little bit whiny white people, you know? Yeah. I think Melvin is maybe the best, but that's just because he's like as close to me. Bad, oh, why is he close to you? Just like a guy who's always like, I don't want to have plans tonight. And when someone's like, oh, we should do something. I'm like, yeah. And then I feel like really bummed about it. And then I do it and I have a great time. Yeah. I, of course, relate most to Flo because I believe in ghosts and I'm loud. (laughs) No, she was crazy, too, though. It's the sort of thing that um, watching her, I'm like, is this how people see me? Am I so annoying? (laughs) I don't think so. I didn't get uh, you from her at all. I'm just like, if I'm anyone in this scenario, it, it is her. Sure. And I do think she's charming, but she's also a little annoying. Like there, it's. Mm-hmm. You know. I feel like she does coke in the bathroom. It's never said, but I feel like she does coke in the bathroom. Oh, she could do coke in the bathroom because she sort of comes back from the bathroom like a ball of energy, and it might be because she, like the twist was revealed no, to her. But yeah. Um. But then another twist. See, this is where it gets a little cuckoo, though. I'm fine with it. You're fine with it. Yeah. So she reveals it's so it's so funny, though, because like, I don't know if it was meant to be this way, but just like the way I interpret it is like, okay, this big reveal happens. The tension's away from everyone from her. You know, everything's on this crazy thing that they're cheating together and blah, blah. blah. And then this bitch is just like, I've killed someone. It's like, (laughs) what a like white woman thing to do to be like, um, well, (laughs) you haven't heard the the worst of it because I've actually killed someone. Okay. Um, she did kill a child, which I hate to see. I do. Yeah. But I do love to see that they have flashback, like, pictures around the event. With Scott and I, Arkerman and Scott adds it. 
And Scott has it. Oh, I didn't even see Scott Ackerman. He's one of the cops. Oh, okay. That's so funny. See, what I do get the sense of this, like from this movie, it's like, oh, all of the, I like, I love, you know, the romantic-y part of me that like wants to like be a creator or whatever. It's like, look at all of these friends just got together and, and made a movie. How nice. Yeah, yeah it is. Um, it's very nice. It is. Um, me and Sarah are crazy though. They're like, I think cheating is so bad. Your thoughts? <laughs> yeah, I'm not a fan. Uh, I did have to, I did tell Melissa, I've, I don't think I've brought this up ever to you or on the show, okay. but my ex-girlfriend was like, my therapist told me you're cheating on me. What? <laughs> it wasn't. I was just like, oh, I'm not. She's like, yeah, but she says you are. I was like, <laughs> why I don't know how to prove I have that. Why? What were her reasonings? What were your cheating? I don't che- know. I think I was just being cold and distant, which is just like how I am sometimes. Mm. Like, <laughs> yeah, no. Well, classically, I may have recently. Um, the more and more I think about it, it's like the it is just the it feels like the most probable answer is that this guy was cheating on his girlfriend with me. Oh yes, <laughs> it's famously the last guy I had sex with is married now, yes. um, and it seemed to have gotten married three months after I had sex with him. So you have to wonder: was I a mistress? And I would hate to be. Sure, I sure. unknowingly and knowingly, I don't want um, open relationships are a scam. No, <laughs> I am here to deny your way of life. Um, but that feels bad. I feel like For sure. I've been in so many um, scenarios in which I could have been like the other woman because, yeah. you know, guys with girlfriends love me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've never done, I've never done it. Because it seems bad. Yeah. <laughs> I also know other people that are like, hey, it's not your fuck up. It's theirs. And I'm like, right. but. <laughs> yeah, I've definitely like kissed, not made out with, just like kissed a friend who was dating another friend of mine who I didn't like. Ooh. Yeah. How do you feel? I, it felt fine. I didn't like that friend. Um, he was sort of always anti-police uh, when we were growing up, but then all of a sudden he posted Police Lives Mattered, and I wonder what made him change his mind. <laughs> what, what? <laughs> I wonder what the sort of, I don't know, meaning behind that sort of was. He um, got burglarized, and then he became friends with the local sheriff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's exactly it. That's it. Um, yeah, so like I don't feel bad about that at all, and I don't know. I think she told him, but who... Yeah. Who knows? Who cares? That was almost ten years ago now. Probably more. I, I mean, I care. I, I would. I, I, that's exclusively the kind of things that I care about. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't talked to that girl probably since that day. Let's call her up. All right. Make it a call-in show, baby. <laughs> I did. We had a party at her house once, and uh, I did uh, get really drunk, got fully naked, and jumped on her trampoline. And then, oh my god! And then I told her about it, and she was like, "My priest lives next door." No, <laughs> so like, maybe who knows? Is that why you don't get drunk anymore? You don't know what's gonna happen. Exactly. You're I've, gonna I've, get too I've, crazy. I'm such a crazy 18 year old that I can't get crazy at 28. <laughs> um, here's a weird thing. Speaking of priests, mm, Melissa sorry. Melissa said that Joey looked like mm-hmm. Andrew Scott to her, the hot priest. 
I love Melissa to the, just the depths of my soul, but that's the craziest shit I've ever heard in my entire life. I truly life. could not believe it. We you know who, Joe, who, who, who Joey looks like? It's Gil Ozeri. Yeah, I guess I could maybe see that. Yeah. That's so crazy. <laughs> what a wild person yeah, she is. I had to make sure to mention that. Thank you. Honestly, that brought me a lot. That brought a lot to me. <laughs> um, you ever killed a kid with your car? No, but I did drive a car when I was two years old. When you were two years old? Something. I, I was in a car seat and my mom heard the phone ring in the house. This was back when you didn't have your phone on you. She ran inside the house to go answer the phone call. Uh, the car was on. I got out of my car seat, threw the car in drive. It rolled down our driveway. Um, <gasps> oh, no. Across the street. And then it like didn't go into, but it did like hit my neighbor's house. Oh, my God. Were you okay? Yeah, I was totally fine. Cody was in the back seat, my little brother. Uh, he was like an infant. He was fine, too. Oh, my God. Yeah. That is the most stressful story I've ever heard in my life. I actually like... If you saw the picture I posted on Mother's Day, like that was <laughs> that picture was how old I was when I did that. Wait, oh my god. See, I've had um you know when sometimes if you're like sitting in a car that's like parked but then another car is parked next to you and it pulls out and sometimes mm -hmm. there's a thing where you think you're moving. Yeah. That happened to me once when I was in the front seat, like the passenger seat and my brother was in the back, um but he was like a baby. Um, and my mom was like inside a store or whatever. And that happened. And I literally thought that was the car and I fucking freaked out. I was like, Oh God, <laughs> what's going to happen? Um, let me look at this picture. Let's I see. don't know if you can find that picture. Cause I, uh, it was on my story. Oh, it was a story. What mom's not good enough for the grid, rich. No mom's good enough for the grid, but I posted a better thing for the grid, which was a video of me, uh, holding the VHS camcorder and videotaping my mom as like a, a baby. Just recommend oh go check me out. I am Richie Owens on Instagram. I am Richie Owens on Instagram. There, I just and texted it to you. Oh, thanks. I hate child death. I hate when child. I don't like when child death is um kind of casually dropped into um a movie. So that was sure. kind of a little. And then of course this bitch makes it about herself. You know, she's like, the ghost of the kid came to me, and then we like. You know, you know, was visiting me and then I told it to go to her, you know, to his parents, whatever. Yeah. But that's one thing I did like about the movie is that I feel like a, I, a, uh, oh my God, <laughs> Richie looks like a little adult. <laughs> so funny. Okay. I'm dying. Um, one thing that I did like, I feel like a lesser movie, um, maybe ends, at the end of the like like doesn't follow them out when they're all going back to their cars after because mm -hmm. i feel like that's one thing i've never talked about this but one thing that drives me so crazy about movies and tv is when it's the way that shit is cut and edited where it's like someone okay give me like a serious thing to say like something serious um it's stuck in your wife's esophagus and she's she's not gonna make it through the night no, give me a better one. Because <laughs> no, what I'm thinking is like, it's it's when like, oh, okay, it's perfect. So so when, when like, okay, let's say we were in a scene, we were at a coffee shop and we were talking about, um, you know, something really serious. Sure. And, then it's, and then I'm like, I'm talking to you and I'm just like, so what are you going to do? 
and then you kind of look into the distance and then cut. I'm like, well, then what did he fucking say? <laughs> what did he say that he was going to do? I hate that shit. I sure. hate those cuts where it's like, it's, it's like, okay, if you want me to buy into the reality of this movie, I know that that scene goes on longer than you gave. Like, I, like I want to see what the person fucking says to the awkward thing or whatever. Yeah. Um, I hate those sort of cuts. So I really liked how, um, okay. I just, popped off there for a second <laughs> anyways um it's just like it's just it's 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 it's, it's it, i don't buy i don't buy it i don't like it sure. i want to like world of it i like real time i like to see the awkward i like to see someone like have to figure out what they're gonna say sure. you know yeah. but what i liked is that they have this whole fucking very heavy emotionally seeming like uh like uh, heavy dinner conversation and then it does follow them out and then they kind of like it's that awkward thing where it's like well that was an interesting conversation or whatever and then you like sort of hear them kind of unpack a little bit so and so I love the scene that Joey's like you know or or, or Melvin's like uh, what's her name Alex right like with the the ghost story you believe that and he's like I don't know, man. You know, like, yeah. I love Alex, but that's probably the closest I'm going to get. I'm like, that's sick. That rocks, yeah. you know, yeah. because that is true. Like, that's how you should. I, I like that the movie didn't like want us to be like, wow, how powerful, right. you know, and he, kind he of goes, like, yeah, ghosts are real. Yeah. You ever run over a little child? It'll grow up with you as a ghost. Follow you. <laughs> that changed my so whole I really like that. I think that was like for for all of the maybe self indulgent like sort of energy of a lot of the movie. I did. I did think that was like smart filmmaking. Yeah, and I liked. I remember like checking to see how much time was left in the movie and seeing like fifteen minutes, and then. Like, they leave the dinner, which they hint, like, they sort of, like, fake out leave the dinner three or four times in the movie, which I do like. Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of things are like that. Like, all right, well, let's get going. And then you... Then 20 minutes later. Um, Totally. And, but, yeah, so they, like, leave that, and then they have their conversation outside the restaurant, and then all of a sudden he's in his car with his, like, um, the the girl who's married. Yeah. Um, and she's being crazy. What's her deal? I love her. What's that actress? I don't know. There's a lot of good people in this there fucking is. movie. You should just read off the list of everybody who's. Yeah, we have Maura Tierney playing his um, sister. Sister. Yeah. She's probably the biggest like side role of the whole thing. Um, yeah. Jenna Fisher is the hostess. Um, Bob Odenkirk play as a little role. Uh, Fred Armisen, Jerry Minor. Uh, Kristen Wiig is an extra. I didn't see her though. I didn't see her either. Uh, Scott adds it. James Gunn, Mark Evan Jackson. Also, I didn't see him. I, it doesn't say Scott Ackerman, but I'm very sure he was the cop. Uh, mm. Bob Odenkirk's brother, Bill Odenkirk, who I think works for the Simpsons. Uh, Bob Odenkirk's son makes is an extra. Uh, I think probably the picture of the baby. That's who what I thought. They yeah. And he uh, has been on episodes of my old podcast. So if he had a bigger role, I was going to be like, should we ask him? But it was just a picture. But if you're listening, <laughs> hi, hi, Nate. Hi, Nate. Um, but yeah, it's Laura, like. Uh, it's played by Laura, what, Nightingale? Or is that her name? No. Laura, Laura Kitelinger. 
Nightingale. <laughs> okay, am I fucking drunk? <laughs> I don't know who Laura Keitlinger is. I don't know who her character. Oh, is that the waiter? Is that you said? Oh no 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 yeah she's the waiter. Oh, we got to talk about the waiter. Waiter's funny. Weird uh weird funny. acting I choice. Felt, I felt bad for her. Yeah. I first in the beginning of this movie I was like I hate all of these people. I really do. And then in the end I do still hate them because they have been being those people that I've like as a customer service person have been like can you just fucking leave already please? Sure. Um, so I did feel for her and also I related to her coming up in their conversation and be like, you know, actually I was dating a guy and I was just like, really <laughs> like a part of it. I was like, yeah, okay. I feel for her. Um, yeah, they, they, it was a weird choice to have her speak the, the way that she spoke in that movie. In the well, she was supposed to be drunk a that little was bit. Like that they thought she was drunk. I don't know if she actually was, but like. They were being so mean in the beginning. They were, yeah. they were like, yeah. let's see if she noticed that we don't have menus. And I'd be like, learn how to ask for what you want, fucking stupids. Yeah, I sort of took that less as more of them being like, yeah, we're not in any hurry. Like, let's see if she like. Realizes. I know, but they think they're, they're being so, they're being like, oh, the silly waiter, right. you know? Yeah, yeah. I'm instantly defensive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I just, just hate service workers, person. so. That's the thing. That's why you I went at 7, at 7 p.m., at 7 p.m. when everyone's <laughs> clapping, I just go, boo! <laughs> you know, I was finally walking down the street while that was happening once. And I, is this terrible? No, I shouldn't say what? it on the podcast. No, say it on the podcast. I don't know. I was just like, fuck you, you people. You think you're doing something. I'm like, you are, uh, I mean, and I know that this is not universally true. And then I was also talking to my mom. And I was like, these people are just fucking clapping right now. And she was like, oh, that's so nice. And I'm like, Okay, like yeah, I guess she, she's one of those workers who would appreciate yeah, the it. woman who actually is a nurse who works the COVID unit thinks it's nice. Then okay, yeah. that's probably a valid opinion. Um, that's like I haven't complained about it, but I'm also like I saw a tweet the other day that was like you're clapping for yourself. It's like I don't want to be that edge lord about it. I don't even know if that makes sense, but I'm like, I'm like you're a lot of you are still the fucking same people. That are walking around not wearing masks. So kind of fuck you. Yeah, right, exactly. They're all like, they're all, that's the thing. No one does anything like that non-performatively. Like they can be also still being sincere, but I also do think that it's like, I'm doing the thing. <laughs> <laughs> but my mom thinks it's nice, so actually keep doing it. She's like, you don't know. Clap nurse, louder. Chant I'm for like, Carmen. And it is Nurses Appreciation Week, so appreciate your nurses. I, I do. I truly do. <laughs> Good. Um, what else to say? We haven't done an ow ow horny moment of the week, which is that's true. We haven't difficult because it's not a very horny movie. There's, I think, sex twice in it. All the sex. They're talking about They're it talking a about lot, it, but they don't really. Sh- they show like one couch sex scene of Melvin having sex in the couch, and it looks really bad. It looks awful. It's just I don't think I don't want to have sex with that. Up and, down. and it's not because he's unattractive. It's because that sex looked stupid right. and not in the fun way but <laughs> i personally think my uh, horny moment of the week is just anytime sarah is on screen because i think she's very attractive i think and she, has she energy about her, is the best in the movie mm-hmm. i think I, I think she's doing the best performance i re- like i super believe her you know yeah i agree respect um my uh, horny moment of the week would probably be either when jack does say to the to the nurse 
that he likes her good haircut. Hair, sure. I'm like, oh, how cute, how charming. I'm like, literally, Jack, flirt with me or just compliment me. Sure. One day. Um, just when they're talking about porn, because I love when people talk about porn. Yeah. yeah. And that is how horny to me. And I'm th- when I'm when I'm watching that, I'm thinking, what kind of porn will I watch tonight? <laughs> I do something crazy. I do like how um, different that conversation would play today, seventeen years later. How do you think it would play different? Just like because she's like, do you like watching girl on girl? Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, no, that's not for me. <laughs> it's like I like a, a a guy and a girl, a woman and a man. Yeah. 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 Just, I mean, like, the thing is just like, I feel like, and he's like, they're like anal sex. What do you think about this stuff? And the girl's like, I think she's it's like, Ooh, actually, like, like today it's like anal sex. What about pegging? Have you tried pegging? Yeah. Like, I mean, with everyone talking about eating ass all the time, like yeah. anal porn is not like very controversial. Mm-hmm. Um, though I did relate um, to what <laughs> I relate to one thing he said where he was talking about how it used to repulse him. Right. And then, like, mm. and then he started just, like, watching it. I think maybe that. they were talking about, like, taboo stuff. Yeah. I'm like, that is, I don't know if this is, like, everyone's journey, but I feel like a lot of stuff in porn that I used to accidentally stumble upon when I was younger that I was like, ugh, hate it. Mm-hmm. I hate this specific thing is now exclusively what I seek out. Sure. <laughs> Holy tables turned. I'm like this. I'm like, if it's not this exactly, if it's not what used to disgust me, I have no interest. Yeah. There's still some things where I'm like watching. I'm like, it's not for me. Like what? <laughs> I just like, like gaping really sort of freaks me out. Oh yeah. No, I don't seek that out. I don't seek it out either, but it sometimes just pops up. Anything very an- an- anatomical. Is that a word? Sure. Is that one? Yeah. I'm like, no. Yeah. I don't need it. I don't need to see it. Interesting. What other deep um, thoughts should we explore? <laughs> I don't know if we can explore anything. Um, it was really I nothing that should say. I think we're done talking about the movie. I think that's true. I think it's a good movie. I think if you have an hour and a half, it's not very long. 83 minutes with credits. So yeah. it, uh, it's on Netflix. Uh, box office, it says it only made f- like $4,100. I'm sure. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. It did make me really, when I was watching it, I was like, wow, remember being at a restaurant talking to your friends? Mm-hmm. I did fucking love I and, it, and it's like one of those things that it's like so nice to see, but also making me crazy sure. to see right at this time. And I also uh, can't recommend enough Brother Solomon, the other Bob Woodenkirk movie that I, I do like. Okay. Should we fucking review? Is this our episode? Yeah, I guess so. Okay, wait, is there a song? Um, I can't think of any music. Okay, well then I guess we're just playing what was art what I was playing um before <laughs> we started recording. I'm not gonna tell you what it is. Okay. Um, so how should we do this? So we review our uh our movie first, and we do it via the length of a Jack Black type scat. So the longer the Jack Black type scat, the better you like the movie. All right. Then we'll also review Jack Black's performance in this movie from one, which is bad, to five, which is good. And we're gonna do um, uh, glasses of wine. Glasses of wine. Yeah. I was gonna. I was literally in my mind. I was like, glasses of wine or um, bowls of spaghetti. Were they eating spaghetti? No, but you know, <laughs> what else do you eat at dinner? Your Italian pride. Yeah, it's just you sort know. of what we do. Popping out. 
All right. I'm literally playing this song from where I stopped it. Um, it on. <laughs> this is what I was listening to. Sure. Saw him in concert once. Wait, jealous. All right. You want to go first, Rich? Alright. I fucking love this guy, man. That's the old Jimmy Buffet. That's my favorite thing is to call him Jimmy Buffet. When I saw, when I saw him, I uh, was so drunk again, drunk. Uh and I turned to my friend who at the concert. I was like, is Jimmy on yet? And he went, no. And he absolutely was. Wait, was this not that long ago? <laughs> it was like right after college for me, I think. So like what year? four or five years ago. Oh, okay. Never mind. Because um, I remember like leaving um, a Chicago. Which, which was the Chicago th- under the gun? No. Oh, my God. Maybe leaving your show. Probably. And there was a Jimmy. Bu- uh, and there was a sure. Remember? Yeah. And everyone was walking around with fucking Hawaiian shirts and like there was just a bunch of crazy drunk white people. And I was like, literally, what's happening? And then I found out I, Margaritaville wasn't done. I also remember at the end of that concert turning my friend saying, that was a pretty short concert. And he said, Richie, it was four hours long. <laughs> <laughs> God, I hope we can do that again someday yeah, soon. One day. Do you want to review uh, Jack? Yeah, sure. Uh, I think Jack's perfect in this movie. He does nothing wrong. He makes the movie better by being in it. It's a five uh, glasses of wine for me. Listen, I'm getting a little drunk. And actually, I'm going to trade in my glass of wine for a little bit of a margarita. And I'm going to say five margaritas also. Um, I think that Jack is great in this. and 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 I want more of it. And... I'm excited to see. This also reminded me of Margot at the wedding, just a little bit, just because of the way it's shot and whatever. And I'm excited to explore more energy. Um, I guess that's it. Um, I will say they did announce a new Tony Hawk Pro Skater (coughs) game this week. Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2 being revamped for the PlayStation 4. And... uh, Jack and Tony did like a YouTube video together about it. Yeah, we probably should have like watched that and like done the whole thing on this. I watched it early. I did watch it like while I was working because, you know, why not? Ooh, um, it's I'm really good. good. They show Jack uh, trying to skateboard. He's really funny, naturally charming. He also does a song with Mark Mothersbaugh from Devo. Well, maybe we'll review it next week. Next week, we'll see what's happening. Next week will we'll- be a little crazy. Uh, by next week, I mean two weeks because. Uh, next episode's the big one. That's the big boy, and you're going to want to tune in. And now it's just Johnny Cash. This is just a new playlist I made. It's pretty weird. That sounds great to me. Thanks. Hey, Rich, cheers. Hopefully one day we will have dinner again. <laughs> like we used to have dinner together. <laughs> <laughs> Never have we ever. <laughs> Never. Okay, that's it. All right, goodbye. Bye. Keep jacking off. Jacket. What else are you going to do? You got the time. Hey. Jacket to some anal porn. Yeah. Jack Bye. <laughs>